So just how many more wins are the Spurs going to get? You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kings 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, today's episode was brought to you by the Ultimate Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your own basketball franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. Download the game. Just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com or look it up in app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to the franchise when using promo code Locked On, all caps, in the game. So what are we talking about today? Well, as you heard right now, we're going to be asking uh, the reverse. This whole season has been like, well, just how many are they going to lose? But now when it's come time to crunch time for the lottery's sake, how many are they going to win? We're going to be diving into that as well as perhaps looking at some of the prospects that the Spurs could draft uh, out at the NBA Draft uh, 2023 and how they're doing in the NCAA tournament. Who is helping me today? The man, the myth, the legend, the guy that you love, love to have on here at here at Lockdown Spurs, my good friend at San Antonio Sports Star, co-host of Jimenez and Spence. He is Michael Jimenez. Mike, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. By the way, Michael... We, we had to cater the time for you because it's turned from early in the morning to one more hour to five more minutes to fifteen more minutes. This is yeah. what happens when you win. This is what happens when you win an award. You oh, see, it I'm, gets to you. I'm <laughs> turning into a complete diva. That is for sure. How are you doing that, Jimenez? That's that's such a bad a bad thing. <laughs> you know, when you've got the hardware, you got to act that way. You know, <laughs> this is what it is. I knew this was going to happen. I, when you won that award. Uh, I was like, you know what? He's going to start pulling this stunt on me. And sure enough, he did. All kidding aside, now Michael is just a little late, but I'm glad he is right here on Lockdown Spurs. It's been a minute, Michael. It has been. And, uh, you know, who would have thought the Spurs would go off and win five of the last 10 games? Um, they're five and five in the last 10 games. And it's just, uh, they're showing some effort. They're showing some heart out there despite all the injuries and players missing games. But, you know, it's getting kind of scary for Team Tank right now. It, it, it definitely is. But let's go ahead and dive into that then uh, right now. Let's look at the uh, schedule. Now, for the bulk of the season, he managed, it's been, yay, how many Spurs uh, losses are going to mount? That's been the big thing. And for the most part, majority of Spurs fans were on that side of things. Why? Because they see the big picture, a top three pick uh, down the road in just a few months. But that's getting a little shaky. It may come down to the last week of the season. Charlotte lost LaMelo Ball. The Spurs have been winning, recently beating the Hawks. Uh, and yesterday they did play the Pelicans. So, you know, we're, we're recording this ahead of uh, last night's game versus New Orleans. So keep that in mind. But nevertheless, Jimenez, there's not that many games left. Did the Spurs just crumple up the memo and throw it in the trash can? What happened here? No, I, I think that the Spurs are just excited to be playing with each other again. You know, we saw Devin Vassell get back into the lineup, and let's just call it what it is. Devin Vassell is the best player on this team. And when he came back, there's a difference. There's a different attitude, a different swagger. Uh, there's a different rotation of the ball. I mean, they, they pass it differently. When Vassell's out there, they make better decisions when he's out there. Not only does he bring it offensively, but he can bring it defensively as well. We've seen uh, Jeremy take a, a, a mini leap uh, from time to time. And uh, Keldon Johnson's finally making some threes. Who would have thought? 
you know, so it's all kind of, kind of coming together uh, for the Spurs to suddenly be playing better. I'm not saying that they're playing good. They're just playing better. Yeah, exactly. They, it all beat on the losing end, but they did take a Dallas team to overtime. They took a Grizzlies team to overtime. Now, sure, you know, the Spurs pretty much wet the bed versus Memphis by blowing a 29-point lead. But the the point is they built up a 29-point lead versus Memphis. And, of course, Dallas taking them to overtime, beating Atlanta. And easily, too, for the most part. I mean, and then coming back from a 24-point deficit. So, and it's interesting you mentioned Devin Vassell because after that game versus Atlanta, Jimenez, KJ and Devin Vassell kept on saying how much they have to feed off each other for success. Is that good or bad? Um, that's both, but I think it's more good than bad. Uh, you can see that that is, that is what, what shows that continuity is a, is a needed thing within this team. You know, they understand where they're going to be on the court at all times. Uh, they play together uh, very often. And that's the thing about this team is that, you know, it's a collection of guys that haven't played with each other before. You know, you, you bring in uh, Malachi Branham, you bring in a Jeremy Sohan as rookies, and uh, Blake Wesley as a rookie, and then you see all the different moving pieces, players that they've dropped along the way, and pieces that they've added over the past month or two uh, via free agency. Uh, it's difficult to win games in the NBA when you don't know and you're not comfortable with the players that you're playing with. They may like them personally, but professionally, uh, they just haven't gelled together yet. And the thing is that Kelvin and, and Devin have played together uh, for a few seasons now. So they're familiar with who they are, where they're going to be, where they're going to space out. Uh, so that's a positive thing because it shows that the longer that the unit gets to play together, uh, that they're going to get better together. Yeah, in case anybody's wondering right now, Jimenez is on his, in his car right now. In case the audio sounds a little funky, uh, he is driving to work right now. So that's why we're kind of having to make this uh, all kind of on the quick side of things. So forgive uh, Jimenez's audio. But you're right. You know, they're clicking at the worst time. It's weird to say that because you want them to get familiarity. You want them to learn and improve. And as we've been looking at growth, and they're hitting that right now is just unfortunate because they're clinging on to the third worst record. You know, granted, Charlotte does have the tiebreaker over San Antonio if something were to happen in that situation. But, hmm, just how many more games will the Spurs win? We're going to be looking at that when we get back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Michael Jimenez of San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, look, I'm really geeked out about our new partner, the sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM, managing your own basketball franchise? Well, your dream can come true right now. This game is for you. Make every strategic move about your team, whether it be playing through the season, leading your team to glory, hiring the right coaches, assistants, trading and training players, making draft picks. Navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, all the ups and downs of an NBA season. This is a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free, playable offline, play on the go as you want and when you want to. Look, we're already talking uh, trash among me and the rest of the Locked On NBA hosts. You're going to love it. I know you will. Locked On Spurs listeners get themselves a 100% free boost of the franchise when using promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. 
Download the game, probasketballgm.com. Scan the code. Look it up on app stores. That's probasketballgm.com. Ultimate Basketball GM. Start your dynasty today. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Michael Jimenez of San Antonio Sports Star, the biggest diva in San Antonio ever since he got his award. Where is that award, by the way, Jimenez? Is that hanging in your mantle or somewhere in your house? Oh, oh I've yet to receive it. I go to Austin on April 15th to uh, get awarded that, get knighted, if you will. Uh, so it's going to be an exciting night. We have people from Alpha Media from San Antonio Sports Star. Uh, they're going to be there with us, and uh, my wife will be there, and uh, – I don't know if, if I have to give a speech or anything, but uh, probably not. I'm probably just going to go shake a couple of people's hands and come down with a with a plaque of some sort. Speech, 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 speech. We need a speech <laughs> from you, Jimenez. You need a speech. But we're talking about your silver and black. And yeah. uh, just a heads up, everybody. Uh, we're recording this show ahead of last night's game versus Pelicans. And Jimenez is in his car going to work. So uh, we're going to try to keep it on the speedy side of things on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Uh, he missed a look at the uh, schedule. Now we kind of had the setup already. The Spurs are still in the, the still among the three worst teams. You know they don't have a great record, and uh, they're all signs are pointing to the fact that they're going to land in one of the worst three. But Charlotte is right behind them. They lost Lamelo Ball. They're they're they're, they're closing in. Um, this and it's funny. Like I said, he missed. We usually talked about yay losses, yay losses. Get those losses. But now we're worried about W's. Now it's like, how many more are they going to win? So not including the game versus the Pelicans last night. Let's look at the next, the next Spurs five games. Okay, so Spurs at Bucks. How does that one go down? Spurs will lose that game. All right. So there you go. So Team Tank, happy. This was interesting. The next one, though. Spurs at Wizards. I can see them pulling that win out. Yeah, that's one of the games they'll win. Exactly. Then the next one, Spurs at Celtics. Now, you've got to figure that's an L right there. That has to be an L because the Celtics has something to play for. Exactly. Now the next, the last two are interesting uh, of the next five. And it's not the whole, there's, there's still several games after these next uh, two games. But Sp- Jazz at Spurs. Now the Jazz are not the same Jazz we saw to start the season. And the Spurs, I think they... Kind of played well versus Utah. I think they may have gotten blown out once, but for the most part, they've been you know somewhat close. This is in San Antonio, though. So at this point, Jimenez, they're already at 20 wins. Okay? Is it 121, Spurs hosting the Jazz? No, unless Yaka Portal's coming out of that door, no. I mean, the reason why the, they played the Jazz so well was because Yaka was having some decent games. So, uh, no, I think the size of the Jazz is going to be too much. And then finally, in this set of five games, Spurs at Warriors. Now, I don't know what type of Warriors team they're going to get. Are they going to get the ones that just combust and blow up, or are they going to get the ones that are very competitive? This is a very interesting Warriors team, but the last time the Spurs and Warriors faced <laughs> off, I believe it was in the Alamo Dome, where they left a crater at the throwback game because the Spurs just got walloped. I mean, they just got curb stomped. How do you see that game going down? Yeah, that should be a game the Spurs lose as well because it's a bad matchup for the Spurs. And Golden State, also another team that has something to play for. It's, it's trying to get out of the play-in tournament to stay in the top six uh, or to reach the top six. It's just uh, it's a bad matchup, a bad thing for the Spurs on that one. Uh, so what are we looking at there? What, one in four the next five games? 
one and four. So at, at this point, they're now at 20 wins. Okay. Are you okay with 20 wins at this juncture of their season? Heading into the offseason slash draft lottery. Well, I mean, keep in mind, you know, uh, Charlotte has 22 wins, right? right? So win number 23 uh, is the one that'll that'll get me concerned because who's to say that Charlotte's not going to lose out the rest of their games? You know, yeah. so that's the one that I, I'm I'm kind of worried about because uh, looking at the standings right now, you know, Charlotte does have 23 wins. Uh, if the Spurs get to 23, that's when we really need to get super concerned. So it's okay for the Spurs to get that game against the Wizards. That's fine. Uh, but we're also keeping an eye on the Houston Rockets as well. The Rockets, you know, are a team that had won three games in a row last week. So, you know, there's still the opportunity for the Spurs to slide on back if for some reason the Rockets uh, win a game or two. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that right now, if the Spurs finish in the, in the bottom three, they get the equal amount of chances that mm-hmm. the uh, Pistons and, and Rockets get to get Wemby or Scoot or whomever in the top four. By the way, bad move on that San Antonio artist, yes or no, from creating a mural of Wemby in a Spurs uniform on the south side of San yeah, Antonio. Yeah, dude. The, that, that, oh, that, oh. You, that, that's just messing with the, the basketball gods. You don't do that. That is bad juju when it comes to that man. You know, it's, oh, it's uh, man. you don't you don't want to do that, man. It, it's too early. There's an 86 percent chance of that not happening. What are they going to do if the Spurs get the number two pick or the number three pick? Do they just paint over it, or do they just leave it there as a symbol of what could have been? That yeah. When I saw that, my first thing was I started laughing. Then I, I started thinking of, oh no, this is not good. Don't do this, San Antonio. Don't do this. But there you go. It looks like, at least in the next five games, not including the Pelicans game last night, um, perhaps the Spurs are at 20 wins. Again, wouldn't be surprised if right now the Spurs could probably be at 21 wins, Jimenez, you know, versus the Pelicans. I could see them maybe getting a W against them. You don't know what Pelicans team you're going to get. You don't know. No, most definitely. But the Spurs right now, again, just, just stay under 23. We'll be fine. There you go. When we get back, we're going to look at the NCAA tournament. Uh, Jimenez has been watching it very, very closely. And what are some names that he would like to see the Spurs pick if they land in the top five slots? Right here on Lockdown Spurs with Michael Jimenez of San Antonio Sports Star. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at MikeESPNSA. I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Look, the tournament is heating up. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get themselves a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Download FanDuel Sports app right now. Safe, secure, super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores, threes drain. Build your own favorite NBA bets for the week. It can include you know, the spread, rebounds, assists, player props, for the point totals, two times three, two point, two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. You can have a lot of fun with FanDuel. FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlay. Don't miss out your chance to get yourself the no sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more and make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Michael Jimenez of San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at Mike. ESPNSA. He is also the co-host of Jimenez and Spence 
on the star. He'll talk about that in just a few minutes. So, Jimenez, you've been watching the NCAA tournament very closely, much more than I have. I, I don't think I even watched a minute yet. But I heard Brandon Miller didn't have himself a good outing. They got bounced. I've heard uh, X, Y, and Z player are looking good. It looks like it's been a miss, kind of a mixed bag of things in the tournament. But as far as players that are catching your eye, who's been standing out for you that you wouldn't mind the Spurs drafting? Well, it's, it's actually been a bad tournament for a lot of the top contenders for the 2023 NBA draft. Uh, a lot of people were all after Brandon Miller because Brandon Miller, uh, in the one sixteen game, Brandon Miller's star for the Alabama Crimson Tide, uh, kind of a controversial figure because of the shooting mm-hmm. death of a young woman in Tuscaloosa in January, uh, where he gave the gun back to a teammate. It was, it was rightfully his teammate. Teammate gave it to another person who shot and killed a woman. Brandon Miller was in the vicinity. Uh, never suspended. There was also another Alabama player that was there. Uh, that player was never suspended as well. Uh, so he's a very controversial figure. A lot of people think that he's a top three guy in the NBA draft. In fact, I saw some mock drafts in the past week or so, uh, multiple mock drafts that had Brandon Miller number two over Scoot Henderson. So I found that to be hmm. very interesting. Now, Brandon Miller, hmm. uh, uh, because I've been singing his praises as a player, over the past three or four months or so, I got on the Brandon Miller train faster than anybody else that you know of, okay? I, saw, I kept watching him play going, this guy is legit, second coming to Paul George. That being right. said, um, people were all over my Twitter going, ha-ha, he had a terrible game. He made no buckets in the first-round game against Texas A&M Corpus Christi, and then he dig deeper into it. He got hurt in the first quarter, uh, first half, rather. Mm-hmm. He had a groin injury. He only played 19 minutes because of it. He wasn't in foul trouble because he was hurt. He only attempted four or five shots that game. So I'm going to give him a pass for that game. Played 19 points, but he shot poorly. And he's coming out and saying, look, man, if I'm playing, I'm 100%. But everyone around him is saying, dude, he's a shell of himself right now. He's, he's hurt. He doesn't have the hops that he normally does. Uh, this is a guy that likes to shoot the three, that likes to rock the rim. Uh, like I said, he plays just like Paul George does. And, and long story short, he just has not had himself a good tournament yet. And you can blame that on the injury. And uh, again, but again, people who don't like him or, or want to see him fail uh, are, are excited about the fact that he had two off games. But Alabama's the number one overall seed in the tournament is still around in the Sweet 16, so we're going to see more of him. And oh, by the way, Bama's winning by 20 points each game despite his poor performance. So Bama's going to be around for a while. They're my pick to win it all. What's standing uh, out for you in the tournament? Who has stood out? No, no. Uh, who else is standing out for you? Like standing out for you, uh, well, individual wise. Well, Standing out in bad ways. It's not so much standing out in good ways. Uh-huh. Uh, I was watching. I was watching that Arkansas game against Kansas. Arkansas pulled off the upset, uh, beat Kansas by one. There were three players in that game that are supposed to go in the top eight in the draft. Three, collectively, I believe they scored like thirteen points. Collectively, uh, Anthony Black and and Nick uh, Scott and uh, uh, I'm sorry, Nick Smith rather, and you had uh, Keontae George. 
when he played Creighton, he had Grady Dick against uh, uh, against um, Arkansas. So he had Grady Dick, Black, and Smith playing in the same game. They all were awful. And then Keontae George playing for Baylor against Creighton had an awful game too. None of them scored more than seven points. Uh, I think Smith went over in that game. Uh, so it's kind of crazy because these are all guys that are supposed to go in the top ten, top eight, and they've all wet the bed in the tournament. So it's been a bad tournament for those who are expected to go in the top of the draft, which makes it more crucial for the Spurs to get a top three pick. And um, it, it's just it's been an awkward tournament for the top top prospects out there. Do you think uh, their play is really going to hurt their stock or not really? Well, what it might do is might elevate the stock of the Thompson twins, uh, Amen and Asar Thompson, uh, that because they're not playing in the tournament, they're playing uh, uh, with G League uh, Ignite. Uh, it, it's just going to be a thing where they might look at them and go, well, you know, not because they're playing so well, because everybody else around them has been playing so poorly uh, when it comes to the top 10 or 12 prospects in the draft. Um, so right now, I would probably say the five biggest names in the in the draft right now are Wemby, Scoot, Brandon Miller, the Thompson twins. And really that's basically one through five as of right now. Wow. That's interesting. What are your thoughts on um, uh, G League United shutting down Scoot already for the season? Uh, well, I mean, Scoot is uh, uh, being shut down is probably the right thing. You don't want him to get hurt uh, yeah. going into the things. And I, I misspoke. Uh, I forgot the name of the team that the Thompson twins are playing for um, uh, or they oh, were playing for. They were Overtime. overtime. That's yeah, that's overtime what it was. Yeah. 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 So uh, I see. I I, I got them uh, a little bit confused there. But yeah, it's overtime, and uh, they're all shut down for the most part right now. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, right. The June draft is right around the corner. You know, you don't want to get hurt. Uh, it's just down the corner. I mean, the NBA draft is uh, coming around. You've got the lottery coming around during the during the playoffs. It's, 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 it def, yeah, it, I think for the Spurs, too, oh. in, my, in my opinion, I think this is money time now. You know, you finish out the season with really good strides individually, stay within the three worst picks, uh, worst uh, records, excuse me, to get one of the top picks, and you should be gold. Interesting, though, to wrap up that game versus Atlanta, Keldon and Nadeva kept on saying, we can't wait till Keldon and KJ and Sohan are together to get some chemistry. They see That's something it. there among – they really see something among them three. That's no, and I, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, and to some extent, you could put in the name uh, Malachi Branham as well, uh, depending on what goes on in the draft. Um, it, it, it's kind of it, – it, it, I'm fascinated by the direction the Spurs are going to go in. And it, to get, you know, I know I've been part of Team Tank for so long, but to see these wins – uh, to see Devin Vassell show some heart, to see Keldon Johnson knock down some threes finally, uh, it's a positive thing. You want them to have at least a little bit of momentum going into the offseason. Um, but a lot of it's going to depend on this draft and to the direction the team's going to go in. And I think that that's the, the reason why the Jeremy Sohan pick last season was perfect. And I'm not saying that it was perfect because they thought this out, out this way. I just think that they lucked into this in a way 
where Jeremy Sohan is versatile enough to be able to play multiple positions. And because of that, he's going to be in the lineup regardless of who they draft, whether it's Wemby or Scoot or uh, Brandon Miller or one of the Thompson twins. Uh, uh, Sohan is so versatile where he can play point forward, he can play small, he can play big, that he's going to be able to play regardless of who the Spurs draft. And that's a very, very positive thing because I, I don't think the same can be said about any other Spurs player right now because if the Spurs get Brandon Miller, for example, he's going to take his spot. He's going to take the number four spot right. on, the, on, the, on the lineup. If the Spurs get Scoot Henderson, well, that is your point guard. If the Spurs get, um, you know, Wemby, well, he's going to be whatever Wemby is going to be. Yeah, exactly. Sohan is so fluid in the positions that he can play that it, it turns out that he was the perfect pick from 2022 uh, simply because of his ability to adapt on the court. Absolutely. He is Michael Jimenez of San Antonio Sports Star. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Mike ESPN SA. Jimenez, anything else to say, Jimenez? Anything else? Oh, uh, do I, are anything else? Our apologies in order. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's discuss this, okay? And 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 I don't want to to hash it all out, but apparently I was accused of breaking bro codes. And people were all over my Twitter mentions saying, Jimenez violated bro code, violated bro code. Dude, I had to Google what bro code was, okay? I have no idea. So <laughs> does this relate to how I met your mother? No, it but it, it, no, 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 no. I think they that, that show just used it the It popularized the it. Yeah, 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 popularized it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, so apparently... Uh, I didn't stick up for my boy, and I uh, violated bro code somehow, and I found it hysterical, dude. I found it hysterical. I didn't know that bro code existed, right? I mean, how do you not know that existed? Does it exist for people our age? I mean, I understand having bro code when you're in high school and you're in middle school and when you're in college. But bro code as a grown-ass adult? Are you serious? <laughs> Come on, man. Do I have to break it to you that it doesn't exist? Do oh, I have to well, break it to you that we graduate from that? Come on, man. I wonder you now. You're, you're, you're probably going to get some pushback on this, Jimenez. I'm letting you know now. We're <laughs> <laughs> unawareness of, of that concept. He is Michael Jimenez of San Antonio Sports Star. Jimenez, what's going on with uh, the star, your show? What's cooking? Hey, man, thank you to everybody who took part in the San Antonio Sports Star Spring Golf Classic over at Olympia Hills Golf Course. That was so much fun. Uh, we donated thousands of dollars to the Will Smith Foundation. Uh, not that Will Smith, but the other Will Smith Foundation. And, uh, no, it was a good time. We had it over at Olympia Hills. It was cold, uh, but people braved the cold out there to uh, take part in the tournament. And, uh, no, we had a, a blast out there. Uh, Jimenez and Spence from 12 to 3, Monday through Friday at 94.1 FM. And, uh, you know, we're finding our way. We're finding our voice. Uh, the shows have been uh, getting progressively better because just like Keldon and and Vassell and Jeremy Sohan, it's all about chemistry. And, and now we're coming together with me and Spence and as Pledger's producing that show and filling in on it. Uh, it it's just like anything else. It's all about chemistry over time. Uh, so I'm excited about the show. It's getting better and better. Uh, and, um, 
you know, we talk sports, we talk a lot of pop culture, and uh, on Wednesdays we tend to talk about music. So uh, things are going good, man, at the Star. And again, it's twelve to three on ninety four one. We're looking forward to Dallas Cowboys training camp in Oxnard, California, this summer. Uh, look at the Cowboys making moves, man, with Brandon Cooks and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stephon Gilmore. So uh, mm-hmm. there's lots to talk about uh, on 94.1 FM. Man, are, are the Ramas going to win? Ever again? I don't know, man. Jeez. Uh, they uh, are offensively inept. And exactly. I cannot, believe, I cannot believe they attempted to have a game at 9 p.m. on a Sunday. They did move it up to 8 p.m. like last minute. Ooh, yeah, uh, last but minute, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. It's one of those things. I haven't been able to get into it, to be honest with you. I was going to ask you, is it just me, or does it feel like there was more excitement for the Commanders than there has been for the Brahmas? I think we got oh. hurt by the Commanders because the Commanders was a very good product. It was a pretty decent team. It was a good mm-hmm. product. It was. Uh, uh, we liked the colors. Uh, it, it, it's almost like I, I don't want to put a, a, a say anything bad about the Brahmas because they're trying to put forth a, a good effort out there they've got the tv going they've got the mm-hmm. rock behind it and all that stuff um but i wonder if san antonio has amateur football fatigue but it's just one of those things where they have to show consistency that they're going to be here year in and year out and if they can do that then you know i think the city of san antonio would wrap its arms around uh any franchise uh, as long as they yeah. have san antonio in front of it I mean, we mm-hmm. wrapped our arms around the commanders and uh, in hockey, the iguanas and the dragons. Oh, yeah. and, 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 you know, to some extent, the San Antonio Missions now, who might be getting a new, uh, a new stadium soon. It, it's, it's, San Antonio is thirsty for sports, but, you know, the loyalty has to come from both directions. And mm-hmm. I'm in a wait and see mode when it comes to it. If you want to be honest, the one football team that I love in San Antonio that we need to wrap our arms around even more is the UTSA Roadrunners. That is our second professional franchise, if you will. We have the San Antonio Spurs. We have the UTSA Roadrunners going into the new conference. And it's a big level conference. It's bigger than what the conference USA used to be. So we need to support UTSA, not only in football, but basketball as well. Man, they need a new gym over there at UTSA. There are high schools in San Antonio that play in better gyms than what UTSA basketball plays in right now. So Absolutely. I, I would wrap our arms around the Roadrunners because they're not going anywhere and they're only getting better and better. And Jimenez covers all that and more on his show. Jimenez and Spence over at San Antonio Sports Star. Thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. And second listen, check out Locked On Game to Game. Uh, every NBA recap, every inner stat, everything you need to know about the NBA Locked On Game to Game has you covered on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts, just like Locked On Spurs, YouTube, Kings 5 Plus app, everywhere. You cannot miss us. So for Michael Jimenez, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting on a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.